Welcome, and we're so happy to have you join us. I'm Jordana Green. Welcome to See Speak Minnesota, the language of executives brought to you by PNC Bank. As always, I am joined by my co-host, Kate Kelly, president of PNC Bank Minnesota. Kate, good morning. Good morning. Hi, Jordana. Great to be here again. Great to be here with you. And today we're talking about something that affects all of us power, energy, Wi-Fi, which we know we all need now that we're working from home and the kids are learning from home. And honestly, it's one of our greatest luxuries in modern life, being confident that when you flip a switch, the lights come on and your Wi-Fi will connect to the outside world. During the COVID-19 pandemic, many of us were forced to turn our homes into our offices and school homes <laughs> overnight, really, uh, making it even more clear how vital electricity is to keeping us safe and productive. Bob Frenzel is president and chief operating officer at Excel Energy. He joins us now to talk about how they are supporting their customers during these turbulent times while still leading the clean energy transition. Welcome, Bob. Hi, Bob. Hey, good morning. Thanks, Jordana and WCCO for hosting these conversations and obviously to Kate and PNC Bank. These are great podcasts that, that really highlight the Twin Cities businesses and leaders that we all support. Well, thank you, Bob. We're so thrilled that you're able to join us this morning. You know, Excel Energy serves more than 5 million customers in eight states. With your corporate headquarters here in Minnesota, tell us about the clean energy transition and what that entails. You know, Kate, at Excel Energy, we are very proud of the fact that we're the first major power provider in the United States to announce a plan to provide carbon-free electricity to our customers. We expect to reduce our carbon emissions by 80% by 2030 and to be carbon-free by 2050, all while keeping our service reliable and our customer bills low. Now, that's, a, that's an ambitious goal, but we are well on our way. We've been lead, the leading provider of wind energy to our customers for the past 15 years. And as of 2019, we had already reported a 44% reduction in our carbon emissions. And last year, we committed to exiting coal-fired generation in the upper Midwest by the end of the decade. So we intend to achieve our goals with a mix of renewable energy like wind and solar. But as we all know, the wind doesn't always blow, although sometimes in Minnesota it feels like it always blows, but the wind doesn't always blow and, and the sun doesn't always shine. So we're also driving research and development into new technologies that can commercialize that'll get us the rest of the way to that 100% carbon-free vision. It's something our customers want. It's right for the environment. And we're partnering with our government and local officials to be able to lead the way. Uh, and even better, maybe the most extreme form of flattery is many of our peers in our industry are also making similar commitments all across the country. You know, Bob, the COVID-19 pandemic, and by the way, this is Jordana, um, has disrupted everything. It's disrupted life, it's disrupted plans, it's disrupted business. So how has COVID in particular affected the strategy and goals at Excel? Well, Jordana, COVID-19 is, is it's certainly the most impactful healthcare and economic well-being uh, in our, during my lifetime. But our business, we provide a critical service to our customers and the economy as a whole, as you mentioned at the introduction. And so we need to be available for our customers. Our critical workers in the field, in our power plants, and our control rooms have really stepped up continue to do their work safely and effectively under very challenging circumstances. And we're very grateful for their performance. And like many other companies, we pivoted very quickly with the rest of our workforce. 
Everybody else in the company is working from home. That's more than 50% of our workforce. Essentially, overnight, we moved them home, and they've been doing so effectively. Our IT and our cybersecurity teams were able to roll out a number of new programs to help ensure that we were able to communicate safely and effectively across all eight of our states into all five million of our customers. I couldn't be more proud of our people who move quickly and safely to ensure our customers' continuity. And while we're not immune to the financial impacts brought on by the pandemic, we've been able to reduce our costs in some areas and keeping our employees working and continue to serve our customers with the energy that they need and that they count on. And through it all, we remain completely committed to both our customers and our clean energy goals. Bob, this is Kate again. How is Excel Energy supporting customers and communities with so many people hard hit during this economic downturn? That's a terrific question, Kate. You know, now more than ever, our customers and community rely on us to provide that critical power that they rely upon and to do our part to help support them through these very challenging times. You know, as part of our commitment to helping our customers and to Minnesota recover, we propose what we call the Minnesota Relief and Recovery Act. It's a $3 billion investment program of accelerated and incremental projects that'll create jobs, advance the transition to cleaner energy, and to keep our customer bills stable. That includes a host of projects that we estimate will create 5,000 jobs in the state while keeping customers' bills stable. These plans include adding 460 megawatts of solar farms immediately adjacent to our Sherburne County Coal Plant facility in Becker, Minnesota. We'll be expanding and rebuilding some of our existing wind farms, as well as additional programs to help our customers conserve energy and save money. In addition, Xcel Energy has proposed innovative bill relief and forgiveness programs for its most impacted customers who are struggling to pay for even the most critical necessities. As a company, we've committed $20 million in both short and long-term giving, including COVID-19 relief. We've already donated a million and a half to support food, sh food shelters and shelves across the state and other critical services in states where we operate. And finally, and I think we talked about this earlier, very personally, I'm the chair of the company's United Way campaign this year. Fundraising is in full swing. Our employees have really stepped up to the plate to support our charitable giving. I love hearing that, Bob. Honestly, um, you know, on the radio every day, I get to talk to small business owners and people that are affected deeply and personally, and of course, financially. I mean, it's, it's their whole life. So I'm so thrilled that we have another Minnesota company that is giving back not only globally, of course, but like to the local community, not all with the great work that you do in electricity and solar, but um, I'm so thrilled to hear that. So again, once again, proud to make me a Minnesotan and have you guys in our backyard. So thank you uh, from me and of course from WCCO Radio for that. Um, uh, let's move on for a minute. Um, XL Energy announced a few weeks ago a new vision of powering 1.5 million electric vehicles by 2030. I'm fascinated by this. I drive an electric vehicle. So tell us more about what's new with this and how that will work. Uh, sure. Uh, great timing for your question and maybe good timing for our announcement. Uh, we're just coming off of National Drive Electric Week last week. And electric vehicles are something at Xcel Energy we are so excited about. The transportation sector is now the largest emitter of greenhouse gases in the country. So this is a natural place for Xcel Energy to focus our efforts, particularly as our energy gets cleaner and greener, we can help our customers transition their own carbon footprints. 
So our vision is to power one and a half million electric vehicles in the eight states that we operate by 2030. This means that 20% of the vehicles on the road would be electric by the end of the decade. That's more than 30 times the number on the road today. I too drive an electric vehicle, uh, so I'm glad that you do as well. By driving electric vehicles and by implementing this program, we can help our customers save billions of dollars in fuel costs while significantly cutting their carbon emissions from transportation. You know, we're enabling this vision because our customers are asking us for it. The market's moving in this direction. Auto manufacturers, as of last week, had planned on offering over 500 new models of electric vehicles by 2023. So we think the time is right for us to pursue this and to enable our customers to transition their own carbon footprint. Bob, Kate here. Um, That's terrific. How will Excel Energy support the adoption of electric vehicles? You know, Kate, like with any new technology, the ease of adoption is extremely important if you want to affect large numbers of people. Our plan is to make it easy for people to use electric vehicles through new charging infrastructure and through interesting and innovative and attractive customer-focused programs. As drivers, ride-sharing companies, public transportation, school buses, and other fleet operators replace their existing internal combustion vehicles with electric vehicles, they'll see substantial savings on their fuel costs because driving electric is equal to spending about $1 per gallon of gasoline and can even be significantly less when you charge it at night. By 2030, an electric vehicle will cost $700 less per year to fuel than a gas-powered car, saving customers over a billion dollars annually. It's important to note that the transition to electric cars, trucks, and buses will help our keep our customers' bill low for all of our customers, including those who don't drive electric vehicles. The additional electric sales generated by electric vehicles will more than pay for the system investment required to support them. So as more vehicles transition to electric, everyone benefits from cleaner air and lower bills. We're also making benefits more accessible to everyone by developing partnerships and programs and services that reduce the barriers to electric vehicle adoption, while also making charging easier, more ubiquitous, and more affordable. Bob, I'm thrilled to hear that because the only only reason we still have one gas-powered car is because we can't take a long trip. You know, my vehicle only goes about 170 miles on an overnight charge. And if, you know, we're going to northern Minnesota or we don't know where there's an electric charging station, we don't want to get stranded. So I feel like we still have to have a gas-powered vehicle. But I'm thrilled to know that you're creating, you're helping create the new charging infrastructure because that will make folks like me want to buy only electric in the future and know that I'll be safe along a long road trip. So um, very grateful to hear that news. Thank you, Bob. I appreciate it. Jordana, I agree with you. I'm, we have two cars, and this is convincing for us to have our at least at least one car be electric. So this is an exciting news in progress. Thank you, Bob. It's exciting. We're, we're obviously leading the infrastructure investment side of it. The OEMs are developing new technology every day to lengthen the battery lifetimes. And as we establish charging networks across the interstates and in, even in our local communities, people get a higher comfort level with owning electric vehicles. And I think we'll start to realize the benefits that I mentioned earlier that include you know, cleaner air for sure, lower emissions, but also actually lower electric bills because our system has the capacity to add a lot of electric vehicles without substantial amounts of investment. Say, so Bob, as we wrap up here, could you tell us a little more about the clean energy transition for your customers and our community? Um, I think that'd be a nice wrap up for our session today. Yeah, sure, Kate. You know, look, as I said at the outset, Xcel Energy have been leaders in the transition to a cleaner energy economy for the past 15 years. 
We think that benefits our local communities. It benefits our customers. It certainly leads us to a enabling a more equitable and inclusive network of communities that we serve across our eight states. We think it's what our customers want. We think it's what our stakeholders want. And by the way, it's on the right side of economics. Wind and solar are getting cheaper. It means we were able to lower the fuel costs to our customers across our service territories. As we say in our our business, it's a bit of a win-win as we provide more clean energy and our customers get a cleaner economy with jobs that are supported through a clean energy transition. And as we enable other sectors like the transportation sector transition their own footprints We can have a globally cleaner economy for all of our customers. Bob, this was truly exciting for me to listen to. I mean, you're creating, you're you're pivoting, you're reinventing energy, and you're creating jobs, which I think is so necessary. Um, Excel, really a forward-thinking company. I want to thank you so much for joining us, Bob Frenzel, the president and chief operating officer at Excel Energy. I learned a ton today. So thanks for the great work you're doing, yes, in business, but also through the United Way and with your charitable donations. And I'd like to thank Bob as well, my friend, um, great leader in the community. Bob, thank you for everything you're doing across the community in addition to what we talked about today. Just great to have you on with us today. Thanks, Kate. Thanks, Jordana. I appreciate all you guys do to highlight the great companies that are here in the Twin Cities and across uh, all of our states. Appreciate all you do. And thank you for listening to See Speak Minnesota, a PNC Bank podcast. I'm Jordana Green from WCCO, joined as always by my co-host, Kate Kelly, the president of PNC Bank Minnesota. Kate, this was so fun. I can't wait to do it again. Likewise. We'll see you again soon. And this was just a very informative session. Thanks, Jordana. 